Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. about it i have to go there that's fine i thought we'd bookmark it today i'll give you mine on the front end you give me yours on the back end all righty and this is easily one of the longest rock intros of all time so we could walk right Gives over this top plenty of, of time to talk over it <laughs> welcome to episode 91 here's Corey's favorite from 1991 oh. from the band metallica still a favorite on the old Sony Walkman. I'm telling you, when they play this at Virginia Tech. Oh, it's something. <laughs> when they play it live, man. There's a couple of... Here comes right here. The Explosion. Got it on my phone. Right. Boom. Oh. But the Hokies come running out into the stadium at Lane Stadium in Blacksburg. That place was rocking when they played the Irish this year. Notre Dame shut them up pretty quick, but I'd like to say hello to my friend Marco, who I saw Metallica with a couple times. Hey, Marco. Okay. That's my 1991 pick right there. Welcome to episode 91 of the Yak. Chuck Freebie, Corey Mann, great to have you with us. Yes. Uh, we can answer a tweet real quick from Jonathan, slightly upset with me. No. For giving away the ending. Too much. To Infinity War. Which was a year ago. He was just starting to wrap it up on the Netflix. Wow. And I said, look, pal, I can end this little podcast in one snap of the finger, but I won't. <laughs> now, Infinity War, not to be confused with Xfinity Wars, which is what I have with Comcast. Yes, typically. The Avengers versus Comcast, the Xfinity Wars. Yes. yes. Jonathan, thanks for listening, and please watch movies quicker than a year later. Indeed. 91, episode 91. What do you got? I'm going with Sergei Fedorov, the uh, former Red Wings star. Former 1994 MVP, helped the Red Wings to three Stanley Cups. Good old number 91, the Russian Rocket, Sergei Fedorov. If you knew nothing about him, that name sounds also like tennis and or golf player. Yep, yep. 
I just wanted to point that out because I almost went, oh, famous tennis player, right? Not so much. Well, similar to Roger Federer, this is Sergei Fedorov. And I don't know who you're thinking of in golf. Sergio Garcia, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he's neither one of those. He is not Roger Federer, nor is he Sergio Garcia. He's Sergei Fedorov. And the Red Wings fans have very fond memories of him. Steve Eiserman once said of Fedorov, he is the greatest skater I've ever seen. Yeah? How many stitches are in a baseball? How many stitches uh, are used, in a baseball? I used to know this. Uh, 118? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, me neither. 108. 108. Okay. 108. So I wasn't I wasn't far off. Maybe, I, maybe episode 108 could be dedicated to the baseball. That's fine. Okay. Let's start off with the Cubs. What you got? Big series this weekend at Wrigley Field. The Cardinals come in. First meeting of the year between the two teams. You kind of get the feeling this will set the tone. St. Louis has the best record in baseball. Uh, they lead the National League Central by two and a half games. Cubs have really heated up. They had a very good West Coast trip in which they won four out of five in Arizona and Seattle. But now they come home and take on this Cardinal team, and it'll be interesting to see how this plays out at Wrigley. Kyle Hendricks throws today for the Cubs against Jack Flaherty for the Cardinals. Unfortunately, you Darvish throws tomorrow, and as a Cub fan, you kind of watch that with one eye closed or maybe both eyes closed and just pray a lot. Uh, but the Cubs have been playing well. They looked very good in that series against Seattle. I'd like to open up Pandora's box on this episode. Get your take on one Addison Russell, who will uh, finish out his game suspension and find himself in a Cubs uniform again here real soon. Yeah, the uh, the Cubs have dispatched him to Iowa as he comes back from this domestic violence suspension. And uh, controversial figure. I have to say, as a Cubs fan, as I've been watching this team play here in 2019, I have not missed Addison Russell. There has not been one time where I've watched the game saying, ah, I... You know, wish Russell were in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Javi Baez is a very solid shortstop, terrific defender, and obviously swings a great bat. I just think it's a distraction for this team. I'm not sure if I were Theo Epstein, I'd be in a real hurry to bring him back. But I think I, I'm not sure what the Cubs' motivation is here for not cutting him loose. I'm really not sure. I think it's admirable if you're trying to show mercy and trying to give somebody a chance to rebuild their career. That That's a nice and admirable position to take. But I'm not sure that the Cubs have to take that position. I mean, they've, they've got a really good shortstop and bias. I would like to see more of a, uh, I do believe in grace and mercy, I've not seen him in the in an interview yet. I've not seen any uh, talk in print. Um, there's a, p- a price to be paid for what you've done. Has he done all the proper steps? Has he, uh, you know, paid his penance, so to speak? Has he asked forgiveness of his? I believe is it now ex-wife or they, yes. uh, they've they've mm-hmm. separated. Uh, you know where where is she at uh, on this? Um, there's a lot of moving parts. Well, and I think they've deliberately kept him away from interviews uh, so that 
he doesn't have to answer these. Obviously, at some point, especially when he comes back to the team, mm-hmm. he is going to have to answer questions. And that's why I say this is a major distraction. I'm not sure why you would want to put your team through this if you don't have to. Uh, but this is part of the reason they're sending him to Iowa. He is eligible to come back from the suspension on Sunday to the big league ball club, but they're not going to do that. They're going to have him play some in the minor leagues. I don't know whether it's as much to hone his game as to perhaps teach him a lesson or maybe a little bit of both. There will come a time where the Cubs will bring Addison Russell up to Chicago and then the circus will come to town. We'll see. I mean, I guess what I'm giving you is somewhat of a mixed answer because I'm talking about compassion and mercy and giving somebody a second chance. But I can also flat out tell you, if he never played another game in a Cub uniform, I wouldn't necessarily miss him. He had a couple of good years. Mm -hmm. To me, he's not the kind of player that you sell your franchise out to have. I, I can think of other players that are far more important to the Cubs' success than Addison Russell. Mm-hmm. 25 years old. He'll be fine. Got a lot of life to live. Well, yeah, I mean, you say he'll be fine. First of all, I don't think he's made a ton of money in baseball yet. Whether he has saved a ton of money, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what he does if he's not playing baseball. Paying some legal fees, probably. Well, no question about that <laughs> right now. Mm, White Sox? White Sox have had a couple of walk-off winners in their last two games on uh Wednesday night, it was Yonder Alonso in Game 2 of a doubleheader against Baltimore. White Sox were sitting on the precipice of being swept by one of the worst teams in baseball. Instead, Alonso with a two-run single, and they beat the Birds 7-6. to And then last night, very dramatic at guaranteed rate field, Boston leading 4-3, bottom of the ninth. Nicky Delmonico comes up with the three-run walk-off homer. And the White Sox win it 6-4, to four, so a uh, couple of back-to-back walk-offs for the White Sox. Problem is they're not drawing flies at their games. The First of all, the doubleheader, the weather was somewhat questionable at, and there was barely anybody in the ballpark, and I don't think it was all that much better for Boston last night. Most of the fans, I think, that were at uh, what I like to call U.S. Comiscular, uh, but they call it guaranteed rate field, uh, most of the fans there, I think, were Boston fans last night. But the hmm. White Sox get a couple in a row. They're they're hanging in the division. Minnesota leading that division right now over the White Sox by five games. Uh, the big news out of that division, Corey, is the fact that Corey Kluber, the ace for the Cleveland Indians, uh, was hit by a line drive in the forearm this week and broke his arm. Oh, man. And so he's out for a while. And so we'll see what that does to the Indians' pitching staff and see if Minnesota can create some separation in that division. Talk to me about our local South Bend affiliate with the Cubs. South Bend Cubs are having a good year. They they lead their division, although uh, last yesterday they got smacked around by Burlington by a count of 10-1. to 1. That'll happen some days. And so they go to Clinton this weekend as they continue a road trip in Iowa. Uh, just like Indiana, they've been battling the weather there and the raindrops, but Buddy Bailey, one of the reasons they brought Buddy Bailey into South Bend, we talked with Joe Hart about this, is Buddy Bailey is a terrific teacher of the game. 
and they felt that some of the players, especially at the Class A level where they're so young and they're so inexperienced, needed less strategic managing of a game like Jimmy Gonzalez would do and more teaching of the fundamentals. And I think you're seeing that in the way this team goes about its business. Uh, Buddy Bailey is very much a no-nonsense, longtime baseball guy. He's won over 2,000 games as a minor league manager. And um, I, I think if you're a baseball fan, this team will be more enjoyable to watch as the season goes on because they will play better baseball. Whereas in the past, I'm not sure player development was a hallmark of the South Bend Cubs franchise. Are you going to put your eyes on this horse race sometime tomorrow? Or you eh. know, growing up, I was a big horse racing fan. I mean, really? I, I remember uh, all the to do over Secretariat in '73 and and winning the Triple Crown, and then you had Seattle Slough in '77, and then remember we had that long stretch where we didn't have Triple Crown winner. Uh, but I loved horse racing as a kid. Never never went to the track or anything like that, but um, thought that the color and the pageantry of the Kentucky Derby was unmatched. And as a baseball broadcaster, we had the opportunity to go to Louisville and tour Churchill Downs and, and see the place. And it's a it's an impressive facility. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, one of the reasons Louisville is up here playing Notre Dame baseball this weekend is they have to vacate because their ballpark is diagonally right across the street from Churchill Downs. And so there's no way Louisville could play at home this weekend with the amount of people that go in to the Kentucky Derby. That said, and appreciating the tradition and the athletic giftedness of these horses, it it just doesn't do as much for me as it once did. And I don't know if it's watered down with the fact that NBC begins coverage of a race that begins at 6.46 Eastern time. They begin coverage at 2.30. I mean, And how long does it last? Two minutes. Two minutes. It's the, the most exciting two minutes in sports is how they build it. Tell, take me into that, uh, that broadcast, two minutes. Ba- well, basically, they turn it over to a guy that professionally calls horse races at a track. And he is now. This is this is a pretty difficult job. So, I, I, if you want this to stand as sportscasters camp this week, this can do this. Okay, you're welcome, Beaver Island Casino. Um, there's 20 horses in this race, and as a broadcaster, you have to basically memorize numbers and colors because that's how you're going to identify these horses. So you've got numbers and colors in your head, and you're calling this race as it unfolds over a mile and a quarter and trying to let people know, obviously, who's in front, but where the favorites are and things like that. It's it's a very difficult job. With a two-minute uh, <laughs> length, you you I, I go back to you telling us how sometimes you kind of let it play out if you're watching it, like on TV, but you're kind of given the quick stats of, like, who's the important one to watch, who's mm-hmm. in the lead, and wait a minute, look who's coming up from behind. Right. Yeah. You're n- you're not giving it any room. To, there is no time to give it room to breathe. You've got two minutes 
to call it. And the other thing is, you'd better be right. Yeah. <laughs> you'd better be accurate in your call. Uh, so it, I think if, if you want to see a great horse racing call, go back to the 1973 Belmont Stakes. You can find it on YouTube. This is the race that Secretariat wins by 20 lengths as he clinches the Triple Crown. And listen to how this race is called. It's phenomenal. Sam now going in. He's the outside horse, and we're ready to go for this tremendous Belmont stick. Everybody's in line, and they're off. Looks like the early lead goes to Mike Gallant. Yes, Mike Gallant going for the lead with twice the press on the outside. Secretary to away very well, has good position on the rail, and in fact is now going up with the leader. They're moving for the first turn. It is Secretariat. Sham on the outside is also moving along strongly. And now it's Sham. Sham and Secretariat are right together into the first turn. Mike Allen has third behind them. Then it's twice the Prince, and the trailer is Private Smiles as they go by the turn. Those two together, Sham on the outside. Sham getting ahead in front as they move around the turn with Secretariat second. Then there's a large gap. Make it eight lengths back to Mike Gallant in third and Vice of Prince fourth. And Private Smiles is still the trailer. They're on the back stretch. It's almost a match race now. Secretariat's on the inside by a head. Sham is on the outside. They've opened ten lengths on Mike Gallant, who is third by a head with Vice of Prince fourth. Then it's another eight lengths back to Private Smiles, who is trailing the field. They continue down the backstretch, and that's Secretariat not taking the lead. He's got it by about a length and a half. Still Sham, ten lengths back, Mike Gallant, Vice of Prince. They're moving on the turn now. For the turn at Secretariat, it looks like he's opening. The lead is increasing. Make it three, three and a half. He's moving into the turn. Secretariat holding on to a large lead. Sham is second, and then it's a long way back to Mike Allen and twice a print. They're on the turn. It's Secretariat is blazing along the first three quarters of a mile in 109 and four fifths. Secretariat is widening now. He is moving like a tremendous machine. Secretariat by 12. Secretariat by 14 lengths on the turn. Sham is dropping back. It looks like they'll catch him today as Mike Allen and Vice the Prince are both coming up to him now. But Secretariat is all alone. He's out there almost a sixteenth of a mile away from the rest of the horses. Secretariat is in a position that seems impossible to catch. He's into the stretch. Secretariat leads his field by 18 lengths. And now Price of Prince has taken second, and Mike Gallant has moved back to third. They're in the stretch. Secretariat has opened a 22-length lead. He is going to be the Triple Crown winner. Here comes Secretariat to the wire. An unbelievable, an amazing performance. He hits the finish 25 lengths in front. It's going to be My goodness. <laughs> but the the call, he's moving like a tremendous machine. Yeah. I mean, w- what a great call. And really, if you closed your eyes, we were watching on YouTube, but if you closed your eyes, you could really picture yeah. the horses going, eh, just one of the great horse racing calls. So five, five horses back then to, compared to 20 tomorrow. Right. Mm. And and typically the field winnows as you go through the Triple Crown so that as you get to the Belmont Stakes, there are fewer horses. That's the longest race of the three. One of the all-time performances by Secretariat in 1973. NBA playoffs. 
Interesting last night, Philadelphia taking a 2-1 lead on Toronto. Toronto considered the favorite in this series, but the Sixers split the two games up at the Air Canada Center and came back to Philadelphia last night, held home court. Joel Embiid, 33 points, 10 rebounds. So Philly now with a 2-1 lead in that series. Boston and Milwaukee, even at a game apiece, will get going again. And uh, the Bucks now have to go to Boston. We'll see if the Celtics can take advantage of home court in that series. Golden State headed to Houston for the next two. Golden State leading that series 2-0. And then Portland and Denver knotted up at a game apiece in the other Western Conference series. Hockey. Hockey. Carolina right now the team to beat in the NHL. They uh, have a 3-0 lead in their series over the Islanders, but a couple of series got knotted up at two apiece last night. Boston came back, beat Columbus 4-1, to one, and so now Boston regains home ice advantage for that series with the Blue Jackets. And Colorado and San Jose are all knotted up at two apiece. The Avalanche get the shutout last night 3 nothing, but San Jose will hold home ice for the final three games uh, or what basically boils down to a best of three now in that series. We have some time here at the end. Do you want to talk about Dan Patrick at all? Yeah, let's do that because I, I think what happened on his radio show yesterday was rather compelling. Um, he has uh, he's contracted kind of a, a rare syndrome, uh, and it has not only affected his body with this joint swelling and joint pain that he has had, uh, but some of the side effects from the drugs and and the treatment that Light he's taking. Light chemo that he's going through. Including chemotherapy. Yeah. Uh, has affected his mind. <laughs> there are times, uh, as, as we do a radio show in the morning for three hours, and then we do this podcast where you kind of forget things from time to time. But he has really had to fight this uh, over a period of time. And... He's fortunate in that he's got a production crew around him that understands and is trying to help him fill in the blanks and, and, and kind of keep him propped up as he continues to work here. Because he had admitted on the air yesterday that he has had times, episodes where he's gone to the grocery store. He went to the grocery store to get one thing, walked around the store for 30 minutes, wound up buying something, and it wasn't what he went to the store for because he completely forgot he went to dinner with his family mm -hmm. his daughter calls the next day and he's like what did we what did we have and she thought he was kidding and it's like no i i do not remember one of the production uh, one of the head guys on his show has had to really learn like his language and what he might say next to fill in the blank yeah he'll go into a break which i, I we do this as well we do it here goes into a break and in the middle of the break, it's like, what are we doing next? What did I say we were going to do next? I I was, um, I uh, my heart hurt for him. Yeah. Because we need our memory, <laughs> you know? Well, and as, as somebody who does this for a living, and we do it in relatively small town USA. Yes. He's doing it on a national stage and could easily be hung out to dry. And I know what it's like for these production guys, too, because when I started in broadcasting, I was doing some work uh, for Sports Channel Chicago, and I was teamed up with a broadcaster who had gone through some heart issues, I believe had had a stroke, 
And so he was having some memory issues, too. Hmm. And I remember doing the Notre Dame basketball game with this gentleman, and he just said a player's name and froze. And I had to kind of pick it up and try to finish out or, you know, make it look like there was a complete thought here or mm-hmm. that he was setting me up to say something. So I just took it from there. So I can appreciate where that production team is coming from, too. You're trying not to let this person be embarrassed. You're trying to help prop them up. And I'm I'm sure for Dan, it's very humbling right now to go through this. And I thought he showed a lot of courage and a lot of humility in addressing this on the air yesterday and letting his listeners know what he's going through. And you know what? How much of a professional and how good he is at it? That's the first time we've heard about it yesterday. Right. And in this day and age, when you make a mistake, people hang you out to dry. I can't think of anything in the last. And he talked about it. Did he say seven years? I, at some, he's been going through this joint pain for seven years now. Well, I, the chemo was from February. Right. February, March, April, May, and we've not read or seen a boy. Did Patrick train wreck on the show today? You know, just leave somebody hanging or whatever. He's done a great job. You know. Plowing through. Yeah. So, yeah, 1991. That's our theme because it's episode 91. So we're in the 90s. Chuck Freebie, what do you have? We by, opened the show with Ender Sandman. By the way, yeah. the numbers of you dancing to You Can't Touch This through the roof. Really? Oh, you you became a local viral sensation. Great. <laughs> Super. You're a meme. I better learn how to control myself you, here in the oh studio. Oh, no. Let it loose, Tiger. Let it loose. But 1991, I'm going off the boards a little bit. You you continued in the rock and roll era with Under Sandman, and I can appreciate that. Great song by Metallica. Uh, but as I look at 1991, I have to say that I was so pleased that this song was performed at Notre Dame Stadium in October of 2018. Because 1991 was really my first kind of taste of the country artist known as Garth Brooks. And Garth came out with a CD that year. The big song from that CD was The Thunder Rolls. But the song that means the most to me from 1991 would be a little ditty called Unanswered Prayers. Just the other night at a hometown football game. My wife and I ran into my own high school flame And as I introduced them, the past came back to me And I couldn't help but think of the way things used to be She was the one that I had wanted for all time And each night I'd spend praying that God would make her mine. And if he'd only grant me this wish I'd wish back then, I'd never ask for anything again. Sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. The man upstairs That just because He doesn't answer Doesn't mean he don't care 
some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Now I gotta tell you, that's the first time I've truly listened to the lyrics on that song. Really? That one got a good sing-along going at the stadium when he did it. It show did, Chuck Ruby. It show did. Well, there you go. Episode 91. Short and sweet to the point. Until next time, sports fans. Ooga-looga. This is the Sports Yak Podcast. The following has been brought to you by Rabbit Wigs and the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You've been listening to Sports Yak. All sports information. All that you've just been heard has been copywritten. Don't steal any of this stuff. This is Jimmy Shorts. That's good. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.